Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Dad Podcast. This is a special one here because this woman right here is what you call a businesswoman, entrepreneur, a wife, a mom, all in one. She's the new she's a new package that 2021 is gonna be taken over by, and I'd love to have her on. Because the crazy story is I actually our kids grew that went to daycare together, grew up together, and then once they got a little older, separated and I kept hearing the name of the bakery, never put two and two together. <laughs> one day, I kept seeing the post of the cupcakes and the cakes, and they looked so good. And then one day, my friend Annie, Annie, if you watch this for nutrition, I have to have you on. She posted, and I went on. I was like, wait a minute. I know this person, and, and the world is just what it is. But I'm glad to have her on and tell her story. Because one thing about her cakes is, I mean, I know a lot of bakers, and there's a lot of bakeries in Rhode Island. But not every cake tells a story. Every one of her cakes I see, they tell a story, and she has a story. And I wanted her to come on and tell her story. So welcome. How have you been? I've been great. I've been great. Um, just busy um, building the business, uh, being from transitioning from being out of my home um, to now having my own um, commercial space. It's been it's it's been a journey. It's been since um, last year. Uh, of course, when I got the space, it was COVID hit like right afterwards. So it took a little while to open up, but uh, we're here, we're pushing through and things are surprisingly going well. I know, definitely jumping in, it had to be scary when COVID hit. What was your first reaction when everything first started coming down? Well, I actually had a, a partner that we were gonna share the space with um, and she was a fairly new business. Like I had been doing my business for a while, um, you know, part part time and working full time. So when everything happened, uh, we had to make a decision, and she decided that it just wasn't the best for her financially, um, just because everything was shutting down. So I, you know, I thought about it, I prayed about it, and I was like, you know, God, if this is is this if this is what you want me to do, then you'll make a way for me to take on this financially by myself. Mm -hmm. So initially I was still gonna work full time and run the business. Um, but once I did the grand opening in October, fast forward to all the hoopla from April until August when I uh, got approved for the Department of Health, I did my grand opening in October and it got so busy so quickly that I actually had to quit my job 30 oh, wow. days after, after launching the business, so. I know like the restrictions and everything else of keeping a small crew and then selling out all the time. How's, how stressful has that been? It's stressful because um, the demand, it's, it's crazy because I don't open every day. So I'm still trying to feel out what works um, for me, for the business. So um, a lot of times, if I don't, I'm, I'm usually working all the time. So, I, cause I do a lot of custom work more so than the walk-in traffic. So the walk-in traffic has been up and down. So I'm realizing that when I do open those special days and I do post and I, I drive out the post and I, I actually contact my regular customers cause I have regular clients that come in weekly and their support is just amazing. So, um, just keeping up with that because then i'll run out and they're like where's the you don't have this today and i'm just like um no <laughs> we sold out so it's a good thing um, i'm learning that not to overdo it because you kind of as a business owner you don't want to have all this extra product because yeah. it also wastes money so 
realizing what works and what doesn't work is what I've been working on now so that I can sell out. And then I have a good weekend and financially it's good instead of wasting money. I made money and um, everyone's happy. So it's crazy. I know you posted a picture or a video that was powerful. It just showed like the before and after of having everything completely in stock. And then a couple hours later, it mm -hmm. was gone. How's that feeling when you post like this? Was, I actually grabbed the picture here. Yeah. And you pull in and then what, two, three hours later, it's completely gone. How's that feeling of a successful day after all the stress going into it? Oh man, that was amazing because too, I was um, worried because that week I only opened for one day. Oh, wow. um, I had, I just needed like mentally and physically, I needed just a little bit of a break because I'm there. People like, I'm like, I, I put a post because I am the first one there and the last one to leave. Mm -hmm. um, when you do a lot of the detailed cakes, they take hours. And then I'm doing like a few a day. So I was just like, okay, this week, as much as I, I like, I don't want to, because when you're, when this is your sole income, sometimes you get nervous for like taking days off and taking that time for yourself. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to close up Thursday and Friday because I had a lot of work to do for my clients, my personal clients. And I was like, let's just see what happens. Cause you know, you don't know. Cause I'm, everyone's so used to me posting. So I'm like, all right, if I don't post for a couple of days, Let's see what happens on Saturday. So Saturday came and I was just amazed. Like when people come in, they're not just buying one cupcake. They, like I had a few people was like, give me the rest of whatever you have. Like, oh, wow. give me, give me, uh, one guy was like, he bought um, a, a, like a dozen. And then he was like, let me get another half a dozen. So just those blessings alone, it just feels good because you go from like, you don't know if people are gonna come in Mm -hmm. and buy to being sold out and that's all you have left you know what i mean so it was definitely an amazing feeling and um to have that support from providence from rhode island in general has been um a blessing for me and it's crazy i'm going through your page and i'm seeing some of the cakes and they're they're humble. they're amazing but i feel like every cake has a story to them mm -hmm. and every cake has like its own personality that's mm -hmm. why when you're making, do you get invested in the stories of the cake you're making? Yes. Yeah, so um, with my clients, and if you were to speak with them, I'm very um, detailed oriented. So not just about them sending me. So I, they'll send me a cake, and I'm very open that I don't copy other artists. Yeah. I will use your cake as an inspiration, but I like to create something that's of my own. So let me know what it is um, that you that you're whoever you're making the cake for yourself or your spouse, kid, what is it that they like? What is it um, that they're interested in? Um, so I take all these other details and I always like to surprise my um, client with one of the details they told me, but maybe was not as significant, mm -hmm. but I try to put that and include that in the cake because like you said, every cake tells a story. And um, what I'm learning now too is, especially with COVID, the, parties have gotten smaller, but people yeah. still want their cake to look, they don't want their cake to look like it's, you know, I didn't have a, like, I didn't have a big party. You still want your cake to be grand. So mm -hmm. even if it's a small four inch cake, I'm still putting just as much details as I would put into a two tier cake. So. Yeah. Like what, looking at the cakes, I wanted to put up a bunch of them, but at the same time, like they're personal to that person, even though they're on your page. So mm -hmm. I didn't grab them, but there was one that had like the lotto reference. I think it was someone's birthday. 
Yes, yes. So that was a friend of mine's grandmother. Yes. Mm -hmm. I could just see like the the time you take into it and like the detail and like even like the little things like putting a date as a lot of numbers and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it's just you you got to get invested into the story. And a lot of times when you have these big huge companies. If you go to them for a cake, it's just like they'll throw together a generic cake. Like, so how, how personal does it get when it's like you having, I mean, you having close people come to you? That, that's got to be a great feeling when they're coming to you personally to do these special events. How's mm -hmm. that feeling you as a um, business owner? Oh, it's amazing because I've built like relationships with people <laughs> that um, I've been doing their cakes and their children's cakes and then cakes for other people for years because of the relationships I built. And then um, just being, um, you know, just being open, even if, and I'll be transparent, even if things might be like, you know, sometimes people don't consider your time and, you know, and stuff like that. I never would let any client know like my frustration. I, even if it was, I'm still going to put a hundred percent into your cake, a hundred percent into your ideas. People come to me and they they have a story with mm -hmm. their cake and people don't realize that a lot of times when I talk to people like I go through sometimes I'm responding back like 20, 20, 30 <laughs> emails and I'm not exaggerating over one cake. But I still take the time to respond, to listen, because it's important for people with and I know some people like, oh, it's just cake. But sometimes these cakes really tell how a person feels about another person. They want it. Oh, I'm getting this because this person had has been going through a hard time in their life or what have you. Um, I just recently did a cake for a high school friend and his his wife was uh, she was like, oh, I, he likes this. He likes that. He likes this. But I didn't want the cake. I don't want the cake to be too busy. Can I add everything <laughs> in? But the way I incorporate, I was like, well, send me everything. Let mm -hmm. me know everything and I will uh, do the cake. I haven't posted it yet. I know they posted it. Uh, it was just yesterday, but including just imagine he's a, he fishes, he likes dogs. He likes skulls, <laughs> <laughs> all that in one cake. But the way I did it was when I looked at it, I, I feel a sense of like, Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. this is so that's special. Your, that's your baby. You know? mm -hmm. Now I know you've touched on it before about leaving your job. So was caking, was uh, being a baker always something you wanted to do or was this a dream or how did these come about? It actually started with Preston. So oh. um, like I've always, my grandmother, she's been baking cakes from scratch for us, like pies, everything. And I always be like, man, like there was, there's recipes that I use in the shop that she passed down to me. Um, gotcha. And like I and I have like a little grandma book too. Like everyone laughs at me because I have like my recipes in this beat down grandma book. I need to retype them. Mm -hmm. But I started from that. Like I didn't know that I really enjoyed baking until Preston, his first birthday came about. And I was around, like you said, I went to different places because I really never got a custom cake. And I'm like, I want specifically he was into Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and I want I bought the pan. I wanted someone to make this cake. Mm -hmm. And nobody wanted to. And then you go to like BJ's, they're like, no, we our cakes are shipped in frozen. We just we just decorate them with the frosting and the border. And I'm like, okay, so what am I gonna do? Like, I want this specific design. And at the time I didn't really know like custom bakers. So there was one girl I reached out to. Um, I don't remember who she is or whatever, 
a long time ago, but we just weren't on the same page as what I wanted. So I just was like, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. It was the ugliest cake ever (laughs) (laughs) to me, like the growth that I have now. But then I realized I was like, I really like doing this. So what I started doing was offering for my friends and family as my gift is, oh, let me make the cake for the party on me. Let me do cake pops. Cause I started after his cake, I started doing cake pops. Okay. And I would just offer that as like, uh, I'll do the treats for you guys. And one day my cousin posted it. And when I tell you it was not a cute cake pop, but it, <laughs> it tasted damn good. Excuse my mm-hmm. fridge. It was really good. And um, from there I started getting requests for stuff and I was doing things for free mm. uh, for people. And then my first paid order uh, from one of my friends who's also an entrepreneur um, went from there and I started just just doing cake pops and then I moved on to cupcakes and then cakes and it's been ever since it's been up and down I you know I didn't want to leave my job initially because you know that security mm-hmm. but I just seen something that I had like a passion for and now it's even more it's stronger now that I eat breathe sleep. <laughs> Kate, you know, so. No, it's funny because I was joking with uh, Milky when I, I told him who, you know, how I knew him and everything. I was like, so you in the shop? He's like, oh, yeah, I work. So how is that to have your family around helping you? It's good. It's amazing. Like, I'm learning, like, I, I have talks with Milquan. I'm like, I don't want to push this on you. This is a legacy I'm trying to build. So you need to tell me where it is in the business that you want to work. You know what I mean? I don't want to put you on ice and cupcakes if that's something you don't want to do. I don't want you like, you know, forcing you to like put like do a cake if that's not something you're interested in. Like I used to with my oldest son, he's very good. He's very artistic. We all a lot of us, all three of my boys have like a really good like artistic side. But he was like, yeah, the cakes are not for me. So because I used to have him rolling out fondant and he was like, Mm-mm, I'm not doing this. It's too stressful. Melquan, he's he's um picking up. He actually likes to to decorate, but not too much. Just the just the simple stuff. He's like, I'll help you prep and decorate, but I'm not doing all that other stuff. So, um, it's been it's been a joy. And then my niece, my niece is like the one that I'm trying to train mm-hmm. to uh really start because she has a a passion for baking and decorating. So I'm trying to train her so that I can do other things and she can start really decorating cakes and stuff so yeah i know like one thing too is like when i first started the podcast it was right around the time like a year after like coming up when kobe bryant had passed mm-hmm. and i'm a huge kobe bryant fan and one thing i learned from that is you can't let time go to waste because you nope. never know what opportunities you're gonna have and one thing too is after he passed everybody kept saying how much they loved him and kept giving him his thanks and his praise but it was too late because he was gone Mm-hmm. And one thing I wanted to do is like when you see somebody, just tell them thank you, like give them the praise that they deserve. And one thing, one thing about you is like you raise an amazing. Like, I know Preston from daycare. I don't know your oldest, but Milquan is amazing. Like it's so funny because I when I got into coaching, I got into coaching because I know one day my son's not gonna want to be around me. I'm not gonna be cool, so I want to put role models around him. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I told him I was coaching, the first thing he says, "Can I go see Milky?" And I was, I told Aww. him. I told him he's not on my team anymore. He's like, but he's he's on the Rams. I'm like, yeah, it's two different teams. So he didn't want to go. And then when mm. I told him I was coaching Milky again, he wanted to go back. 
And so now he wants to go to football again. I'm like, what about me? He's like, yeah, you too. <laughs> so, like, you raised a great one there. Like, Thank you got to be proud of them. So I could see not just your kids and the, your whole family, the dynamic with your family. And how how is that just seeing them grow and seeing your bakery grow? That got to be a big encouragement for you. Oh, it's amazing. I would say um, when everything happened and we launched, um, just the feeling for my boys, Milquan, uh, Shad, that's my oldest, um, and even Preston just like sitting me down and saying like, mom, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy that you stuck it out. And like, they're just like in awe of me actually doing it because there's one thing of saying you're going to do it but then actually doing it and it it wasn't an easy process it wasn't it still isn't an easy process it's it's a lot of work so just i i'm grateful for them for being so um helpful like moquan is a lot of cleaning room (laughs) he does a lot of cleaning if my oldest son lived at home because he lives at school he would be doing a lot of cooking um so they they make sure the house stays clean um food i actually order a lot from i support other private chefs and stuff so i do order from a couple of uh chefs because i can't cook as much as i would like <laughs> but um as long as they're fed i guess it doesn't really matter <laughs> um but they've just they've just been really amazing like just the encouragement I get for them is it makes me see like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing the right thing. I may not be home a lot, but I'm doing the right thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm taking the steps and I just want them to see that no matter how late in the game or old you are, you can always start something. You know what I mean? If stuff doesn't work, you have to strategize and start a new plan, you know, always have a A, B, C, D, you know, plan. And that's, that's how I've always operated. Okay, this didn't work. I got to re-strategize. I got to start something else. So, um, but I've stuck to this plan. I've stuck to this dream. I've just altered it along the way to to get where I am today. And it's like with me, like I work third shift, so I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I was on the one, they were calling the pandemic because you had to come out with a plan to get better. Mm-hmm. And have a plan. And one thing they also talk about is your support system. So like outside of family, did you have a big support system that was helping you or do you just learn it as you go? Um, I do have a big support system. I have um, a, like my friends, um, my family, my mom, my mom, she's, cause we, I rented commercial kitchen space um, back in when I first launched the business to go public mm-hmm. with it. As you would say, um, I rented space in, in, uh, at Hope in Maine. So Hope in Maine was, yeah. So I started there where they helped me learn the process of really launching your food business. Uh, so they were amazing. It was an incubator program I was in. And my mom was there every step of the way. We used to be at the commercial kitchen till like four in the morning, just baking and trying out recipes and doing the, um, like the farmer's market and Mm-hmm. In the hot summer days. So my mom has been amazing. My husband, he's he's been amazing with uh, just helping with uh, like Mark. Like, you know, he gets a lot of like the marketing, all my T-shirts and different things that I need, um, like for branding and stuff like that. And just being home in general, because 
like I said, with this type of business, you're not home a lot. So you have to put in a lot of hours in order to, for things to come out right. Sometimes you have to start over. And I'm one of those bakers. I will restart a cake. I Like, you know, sometimes if people are like, oh, I don't have time and they'll just give you a crappy cake. Mm. Mm -mm. I have I've had to where sometimes like, you know, because ovens are uneven sometimes and there's been times you, you you slice it and you're like, oh, my God, I this did not bake right. I've had to start over at three, four o'clock in the morning and redo everything. You know, it, it happens. Those things happen. So it's a lot of hours that I put in and um, and I'm grateful because it shows Mm -hmm. through my work and then also through how my clients respond to it so i mean it's gotta be tough too because when it comes to like putting a price on something people don't understand the work that you do behind the scenes mm -hmm. so they'll look at something but i can get this from say bj's or wherever else for a whole lot cheaper but they don't understand the hard work like how is that when you put a price and you know what you're like Trying to like find a cake and know what it's worth and know the time you put into it, trying to explain it to somebody that, that has to get frustrating. Um, well, I don't explain. Okay. <laughs> one thing I don't explain. I know okay. um I give a price mm -hmm. and some people will go back and forth with me. And I'm that's the one of the reasons why I do uh respond in email mm -hmm. because I give a price, you can look it over, and I'm like, feel free to shop around. And some people come some people don't come back but i would say once they see and they do shop around like my prices are really reasonable and then on top of it sometimes i'll do a cake design and i don't know how long especially if it's the first time how long it's going to take me so i also let my clients know like you may have been undercharged for this so whatever price you got please don't share the price because it may go up because yeah. I sometimes this this stuff that I'll do, and if it's on my website, and I know it took me way longer than I calculated, or more expenses than I calculated, the next time around somebody wants it, it may have to go up. Um, so I'm very honest with my prices before I give a quote. I'll tell a person like, you know, I've never done the design, so this is what a quote. I always give a quote that I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You know, if I've never done the design, I'm not gonna be like, okay, even if I feel like sometimes a cake may be worth like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, I'm going to give a reasonable quote because this is also something that's helping my portfolio, you know? Yeah. So I, I like to be challenged with certain designs because this is something that's going to help me grow. So I also want to, and I also work with budget. So if I know something somebody wants and they're like, oh, my budget, you know how those, those memes that go around your budget's a hundred dollars and then they'll, yep. they'll show like this crappy cake. No, that's not me. Like if you have a budget of a hundred dollars, if you even have a budget of fifty or sixty, I can get you. I can make you a cake. We may have to cut back details, yes. but I can make you a cake. Mm -hmm. And even if I cut back details, the details I do, I will do, are still going to be beautiful. And I always tell my clients that whatever I do for you, it's never going to be where you're just going to get. I'm gonna slap some frosting on a cake, and you're not going to feel special. So. Um, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know if I posted it. I don't know if I could show you. Um, oh, sorry, my son texted me. No problem. I was gonna show you this cake. I don't know if I could show you. Because what people don't realize, these are, this one is like, um, 
Where is it? I may have. I have so many cake pictures. So something like this. I don't know if you could. Can you see it? Or it's probably. No. No. Can you see it? Yeah, there you go. Barely. No. Um, I would have to share. So something like this. This is a four inch cake. So it may look a little bigger, mm -hmm. but the details. I don't know how to. <laughs> 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 camera. The lighting is weird. Um, all right, here we go. Well, my camera went out. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I was trying to show like the cake was like literally like this big, mm -hmm. like you could hold it in the palm of your hand. But I still do details on it because they just wanted something for that one person, you know. Yeah. So, um, just making it special for each and every each and every cake. Per, each and every cake is is very important to me. Now, when you said, I know you probably don't have no time because you're always nonstop, but do you ever see like the baking shows or competitions on TV and be sit there like, I can do that. I could be on there. Oh, I'm training for it now. Oh, you are I'm good. I'm training for it now. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, what I do is I, I do a lot of uh, like artwork on the fly. Um, so like just, you know how, because a lot of those shows you have to be able to create different pieces for the cake and sculpting and stuff like that. So I'm actually, I'm hoping to get on the Food Network. So I've been working and trying to set my game up when it comes to uh, the artistry okay. um, in the cake, in the cake, um, cake world or whatever. So yes, I, I haven't been able to watch as much as I do, but I, I be sitting on there like, now uh, that's one mistake I'm not gonna make. They always make, <laughs> they always try to go really big mm -hmm. and then the cake falls apart. So I know if I go on them shows, I'm not going to try to go big. I'm going to go on detailing gotcha. more than going big because then trying to transport it from the one spot to the next and then the cake falls apart. I'm not having that. <laughs> That's when you have to have your son start lifting. Mm -hmm. Get them to be able to do the heavy lifting. Yeah. Now, have, you, have you seen much of the show with Buddy? Uh, was it the Cake Boy show that he does? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know he has his competition and some of the ones that he does, it's like there's just crazy extreme. Mm -hmm. You have to say your most creative cake you ever done. What would it be? Um, one, the one actually that I just did, I haven't posted, but the girls had it was on my stories. It was um, well, one was Milkwan's cake was the the ramen noodle cake, yeah. and then I did I just did a crab boil cake. Oh. Um. I don't know if I can, I could probably send that to you, Messenger. I don't, can you post yeah. anything? Mm -hmm. I'll show, I'll send that to you right now via Messenger. So that one was, um, I just did that, but I'm like behind and I, that's the only thing is, is posting some of my stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it takes me a while um, to actually post certain things. But yeah, that one was probably the most, creative should i send like a video or um just probably the, the picture okay so i just sent it to you now okay oh. i also seen this this is a different one but this one here yes i love that one too so, and that was, there was a story behind that. So um, the, my client, 
she's oh an avid pool pit player. And she sent me a picture, but and she sent me a picture of another cake, but believe it or not, the cake was completely not right as far as how the, the balls were supposed to be positioned mm -hmm. and what balls were there as far as the pool table. Because some people create it and they just put whatever because it's a pool table. But she specifically wanted certain like i didn't know if it's a nine if you're playing with nine balls it's supposed to be this and that so she literally and she literally schooled me on pool and i'm just like okay so she was very specific on whether having solids or the the stripes uh particular balls and how to position them on the pool table um so that's what we did so that was definitely special for her yeah um, i just grabbed the uh I'm getting hungry right now, but. <laughs> so yes, all those things I created by hand and then the corn was individually <laughs> kernel. The detail on that is crazy. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much. Yeah, so I uh, I made everything by hand, um, the lobster tail. You even got the projo in there. Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> and everything's completely edible. So that one was, that one I just did last week uh, for my client and they had, cause they had a seafood boil type party and then they wanted a cake to match. So um, she just told me I need lobsters, I need crabs. So that's, <laughs> that's fondant, that's all edible? That's all edible. I, I sculpted all those pieces and then I uh, hand painted them. Oh my Yeah, you're mm -hmm. definitely getting me hungry with those right there. I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge seafood guy. And speaking of um, your cakes, if you can say a dream person you could bake a cake for, who would it be? Hmm. Um, I would say I definitely would, like a celebrity, you mean, or? Yeah, sure, anybody. Um, I would love to, of course, I'm like a big Beyonce fan, so I would love oh. <laughs> that, That's just like a, you know. This one, um, I would say I would want to definitely, if I could ever make something special for Michelle Obama, that would be amazing for me. Um, just to do like, I would love to like do a sculpted cake of her. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. So, cause that's like my, my next thing I'm, I'm, my next goal is to learn how to sculpt actual like realistic people. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to learn how to do that. So she, if she gave you free reign to make a cake that represents her, what would it be? There's actually, I would probably do that photo that's on her book that okay. she has. Uh, that photo is just amazing to me. Or or having something that would represent, you know, that photo that's been around that from them from the inauguration. Yeah. With yeah, her. Mm -hmm. Even her, even that whole outfit to even just sculpt that outfit would have been, would be amazing. So. Yeah. I know like for me, when um, Obama got an army, we got to go down there. Mm. So we went down for the first time. So that was a chilling time. And just with everything looking back, it was like, I thought I was like, Oh, it was just another president. And I, not to realize what it meant to be down there and just to see the impact. And mm -hmm. now, what, what we just prayed and wish we could have just four more years of him back. We had the last president in and see the change that's coming at the times. And I know that mm -hmm. you as a woman to see the vice president. How's that feel for you? 
Oh, it's just amazing. Um, I don't have any daughters, but just Milkron, shut your door, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't have any daughters, but I have nieces and just to see, to push through because a lot of times as a black woman, you get discredited, you know, uh, and they try to, they try to discredit her multiple times for things that people do on a regular basis, you know? And I just think it, it's just an amazing thing that she just continued to push through. And no matter how many times people try to discredit her, she is still vice president. Mm -hmm. She still pushed through and she still was able to really be an, an example for, for us as women, as black women. Um, and I just think it's it's just an amazing thing. And it, it, it inspired me to keep pushing. It inspired me to keep pushing forward um, no matter what obstacles that come in front of me, no matter what I go through that I can, you know, I can continue to press forward. I can be successful at any at any stage in my life. Now, do you do you think if we if she wasn't vice president, we didn't have the president, would you still have that confidence going forward or did that definitely help with your confidence going forward? Open a new business. I, I believe I would definitely still have that confidence mm -hmm. um, because of just the strong women that I have around me. Um, gotcha. And then uh, I tend to I, I tend to be around like minded people. Um, I love being around people that I've had so many entrepreneurs that's been in my corner, whether they've had, whether they have a separate job or just people, I just, I follow people that are motivated to do more, you know what I mean? To, to follow their dreams. So I, I, I know I still would be on the path that I'm, I'm on right now. And I, like having, having sons and like what they're doing now, how encouraging is that to have like positive entrepreneurs, not just you yourself, but other ones like having them raised in this this time frame that we're in? It's got to be encouraged. At least they have a good support system around them. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I'm always in, in. If you were to speak to my boys, I'm always in encouraging them to don't to look past working a nine to five or whatever. And and it may not be something that's for you, and it may not be like entrepreneurship may not be for everybody, but there's always, I, I always, I kind of look at it as following like a passion. Like you may not make money from it, but to always have something that brings you joy outside of just working for other people. You know what I mean? And that's, that's where my business comes in. Now I'm able to financially support myself and my family through something that bring, brought me joy. But even if, even if I wasn't getting paid for it, I still would make cakes. And yeah, oh no, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, 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 I'm, I'm finished. I'm sorry, I was say you just touched on it, but how fulfilling was this to finally see that on the door? Oh, every day it's still when I walk in and I turn those keys, and it's just it's an amazing feeling. And just when people come in, like I've met so many people through this process um, that when they come in, they're just so encouraging. And it's just, it's males, it's females, it's like kids. There's like this little girl that comes in every single week and she's just like, she's just in awe and she wants me to start teaching classes and stuff like that. So just every day, it just gives you a sense of accomplishment, a sense of pride, 
no matter how tired I am when I go in there and I may be like just run down, but then somebody will come in and they'll just encourage me, whether it's just, even if I'm closed, they're knocking on the door, like just saying hi. Uh, <laughs> so can you see yourself teaching a class on cake? I, yes. So I'm working on that for the spring. I would like to start uh, having some decorating courses. Um, whether some people can come in person or virtually. Um, I'm probably gonna start off with children first and then I'll move, see how that goes and then I'll move on to like adult classes and stuff. Um, but yes, that's something I definitely uh, wanna do. It's, it's, a, it's a passion of mine too, to, to show other people what I've learned and how far I've come and some of the techniques that have helped me along the way. Now, when you say children, how long are young you talking? Because I know with me, when I sit down with my young one, if we try to make something, he eats half the product. So, <laughs> when I probably was not with like, I would say third or fourth, like fourth grade and up, mm -hmm. I would say. Because, um, like Preston's age, um, they have a little bit more of, but if, if it's younger, they would, of course, have to be assisted by a parent, but anybody, if it's just the children, probably fourth grade and up, but I don't mind little ones, but we'll have to probably do something that's just, we'll just be like frosting a cupcake. <laughs> so we're almost gonna um, wrap up. So I have a couple rapid fire questions that we always ask and some of them are inspired by your business. And the first one, my son, you know, is a big Fortnite guy. So it's you, you and uh, five people, you jump out of an airplane, you gotta survive on an island for one week. What five people are you taking? Milquan, Ashad, Tiffany, um, Samantha, and Unsi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you guys are all done. You get back, you get to have whatever meal you want. What are you having? Oh, I'm having lobster. Lobster? Mm -hmm. Real one. Not the one from the picture, right? Real one. <laughs> Lobster. I want some big mac and cheese. <laughs> and you have a concert with five of your favorite artists, your dream concert. I know Beyonce is one of them. Who's the other four? <laughs> um, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Um, I definitely want Tasha Cobbs because I'm a big Tasha Cobbs fan. Um, so we have Beyonce, Lauren Hill, Tasha Cobbs, and one more or five. You said five. Two more, yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Because okay. I like him as a rapper. And I would say, uh, who else do I listen to? Um, Charlie Wilson. Charlie, Uncle Charlie. <laughs> Uncle Charlie. And if you had to make a cake that represented you, what's the must to be on there? The must things that have to be on there? Um, traveling. Traveling? Yes. Um, anything that has to do with traveling. Um, anything that has to do with baking uh, and overall just, I would definitely want a representation of a strong black woman. And you mentioned traveling, any dreams location you want to go to? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually heading to DR next month okay. for the first time I'm going to Putacana. Um, but I definitely want to go to Greece. Uh, Greece. That's one of my, yes, that's one of my dream vacations to go to Greece and Bali. And then uh, finally, I know there's a lot of young women out there, young, a lot of young black women out there who are looking for inspiration. They have businesses they want to start, but you know, in these times, it's kind of scary to start something new. 
What's that inspiration mm-hmm. you give that young black woman who's trying to start her business? I would say, um, and we speak of me and my best friend speak about this all the time. It's not what you have to do is what you've already done. So I always take each step at a time. So like with this process of going um, public with my business and stuff like that and being out like, you know, I guess legal um, as a food business, I just took each step at a time. Uh, I wanted to be completely legit. I wanted to make sure that I had all my ducks in a row. So it took, it was a process, um, but I just took one um, task at a time and you're going to get setbacks. But with those setbacks, there's always something after that. So just take those setbacks as a learning lesson and just keep pushing forward. I continue to push forward with the setbacks I may have here. Um, Like right now, it's not really a setback, but what I wasn't expecting was to do so well. So when you do well and you're doing more, your prices, like my uh, overhead has gone up, you Mm -hmm. know? So now I have to re-strategize of, okay, I had to adjust my prices a little bit, you know, and not feel bad about it. Um, Know your worth. Know your worth, yeah. Um, You have to know your worth. You have to definitely um, stick to your guns when it comes to your business and just I just say go with the flow. Like I get a lot of uh, a few people that inbox me and like, oh, how do you do this? How do you do that? Oh, and I say, you know what? I I just I just go for it. <laughs> I go for it, and I I just um I keep believing in myself. And and if no one's gonna do it, you have to do it for yourself. And I'm telling you, things will just will line up if you just keep pushing through. <laughs> And then finally, last one, I know you, you talk on a few people, but is there anyone else that was a big inspiration that you want to just give them a shout out and a thank you to before we go? Um, yes. Um, I would say uh, my definitely my best friend, Tiffany. She's been my number one supporter. She doesn't even live in the state, but she will be like, you know, I have something going on with the business and I'm just talking like ideas and she's like, check your cash app. I just cashed. (laughs) I sent you an investment. You know, um, I have, I have some other friends, some don't want to be named. They want to be anonymous that have just invested, um, my family. And I would say like my aunt Dana and my uncle Gee, they have been, um, definitely invested in the business. Um, definitely want to shout out hope and me. Um, cause they gave me the blueprint because it, by the help that they gave me to learn how to start a food business in Rhode Island specifically was what helped me in the process of opening my own space. Cause that's their goal anyway, is to help you open your own space. I definitely want to shout out Hope in Maine. I definitely want to shout out, um, Leslie from Core Collaborative, Leslie, um, Moore, that is my landlord. She's super supportive. She's, she sees a dream, people's dreams, and she just supports us in this process. She has been amazing um, as far as being an amazing landlord and just encouraging um, to be able to be in this space and be creative. And she doesn't like, you know what I mean? She doesn't try to push you in any other direction than what you're supposed to go in. So. Perfect. Again, I just want to thank you for coming on, but really wanted to bring you on and give you your roses because a lot of times you're doing your hard work and you sometimes you may feel like 
do people realize it or do you appreciate it? But you know, we see you, we salute you, and you're doing Thank a great you. job, just not as a business owner, but as a mother. You're raising some great ones there, and I'm glad that to have them on my team. I'm glad that my son sees your son as a role model, and you're a role model to a lot of people, and we need more inspiration like that in the community. So you're doing a great job, and we just want to bring you Thank on you. and salute you. So thank you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. This was an amazing opportunity for me, and I wish you the best with the podcast, you and Bud. Um, and if there's anything that I can do, let me know. I definitely want to continue to be involved. So. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. We buy to eat some, for sure. Yes. <laughs> Come by. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a blessed day. You too.